Yeah, we are the process you can trust, baby. We all got secrets. I got Mike. I got the hitman. And we got a dancing boy in the background. Look at this. If y'all could see this, man, this is a sight to behold. Dancing got, and shirtless. Dancing oh, and shirtless. Dude, yeah, tell, tell your son that we don't put the video up, okay? He doesn't have to show off. Who does he think he is? Yo, paint me like one of your cabinets. <laughs> oh, Good Lord. We're, we're already coming in hot. <laughs> so, uh, Michael Hoke has decided that he wants to come on the podcast because he was so jealous of our guest last week that he just had to have his moment. Is that right, Michael? No, it's because I need something to do in life right now. Well, we all need something to do in life. You know, there's a, there's a pandemic going on, kid. What do you think of coronavirus? Um, that is unidentified information <laughs> only known by the government. <laughs> I would agree with that thoroughly. Speaking, just, of, speaking of government, why don't you tell the group what you think about Tom Wolf? There are only two clowns in the world. Krusty, Krusty the Clown from The Simpsons and Governor Wolf. <laughs> hey, who's the who's the funnier clown? That's what I want to know. Uh, Probably Governor Wolf. Funny, Have you funnier, seen him? Have you funny, seen him? Funnier than Krusty? Yes. Have oh, you crust- seen him? No, like Krusty is actually funny. Like he has lines. He's no, actually ha- pull up a picture of him and just look at him. Have you seen <laughs> his face? I- yes, I've seen his face. I'm not proud have of that fact, but I've seen, seen his-, his sunburnt head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good lord! We are. This is flying high, man. You might be right, Pittman. He might. He might be angling for my spot. I told you he was coming for you. Well, speaking of your spot, Steve. Yeah. So Michael had the honor of uh, doing a Pokemon raid with you yesterday. Yes, he was in on that, huh? And, and he saw your avatar. Remember in the raid? Oh yeah. <laughs> what, <laughs> oh yeah. What is your avatar? What is my avatar? Okay, I will. I will explain my avatar. It is uh, all of the clothing that you get for getting up to level seven in Go Battle League. Oh, I don't do go battle league. See, you don't. So that I do. So I'm special. All right. When you get to level seven to go battle league, all of a sudden it gives you this free outfit. Can we define special? Uh, well, sure. Because uh, we're not talking about like what your mom told you every day to make you feel better. No, we know how you're defining it. Thank you. <laughs> Wait, right? You can be special when you also hit level forty, like me. Oh, Jesus. Good Lord, <laughs> Steve, grab the fire extinguisher. Uh, first of all, level 31 in a month, okay? In a month. I am coming up fast. How much did your debit card help you? Uh, about eight, about 90 bucks. Nothing to do? Okay. Michael. <laughs> Michael. What? How much did your debit card help you? Huh? How much exactly. did you Exactly. Uh... Negative ninety bucks. Listen, I'm an adult. I got Who's money. I use it. Me. I, I'm an adult. I got money. I use it, bitch. That's what I'm saying. He's used the last <laughs> of his Trump bucks on Pokemon Go. Oh, it's it's Wait, <laughs> I must say something. Okay. Uh, 
kids listen to this. If anything, just call me a female dog. Okay, well, you knew what it meant, though, did you? Hey, kid, yes, my mom uh, told me everything. <laughs> your, your mom calls you a bitch? Yeah, and sometimes my grandma. Uh, well, <laughs> well, there you go. But listen, come on. Yeah. Who are you more scared of, Michael? Yeah. Uh, Mom or ma'am? All of the above. No, but who you really like? Who... Oh, mom. <laughs> mom, when she throws down. Yeah. Actually, yeah. No. Dom. Dom hits me a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Dom is his brother who's half his age. Yeah. <laughs> half his age and twice the strength, apparently. Shout out Dom. He needs a spot on here. He does. I mean, next week it's Dom, and we're going to, you know. Dom will get us censored by the FCC. <laughs> Dom, <laughs> Dom, Dom will start calling us all bitches. That's what he's going to do. He's going to talk about poop. Uh, it's it. Well, we, well, we're going to talk about poop. We talk about poop half the time. What are you talking about? Everybody poops. I'm not surprised. Uh, you guys don't act like grown men. No. <laughs> if we acted like grown men, the podcast would be boring. Yeah. There's, what's the point? Boring AF, as the kids say. As, yes. As, as, fu as fudge. As fudge cake. Michael, thoughts on brownies? Pretty, pretty good. Best, who makes the best brownies? Me. It's like you, I've never made any. He's, he's made, you making brownies right now? No. No? I make good grilled cheese. Okay. Have you ever had oregano brownies, Michael? Uh <laughs> That's a good question. You ever have oregano brownies? No. You should try them one time. I'm getting drunk mm -hmm. on the call. Uh, you, would, you, you, would, you would get drunk off those brownies. No, he's drinking beer. That's why. <laughs> he's drinking oregano beer. Your kind of beer. It's a pandemic, Michael. Uh, we do what we want here. Fruit beer is my favorite kind of beer. Okay. No cap. No cap. Oh, no Ooh. cap on the root beer. Ever had a Zima, Michael? No, you guys talk, talked about one. Zima Gold? Mm -hmm. <laughs> that, was, that was the shiznit back in my day, kid. I'm telling you. You get a few... That on, like, the first one. Thing you, you got a few Zima Golds, a few oregano brownies. It was a party. What kind of beer do your friends drink? Root beer? Hire, hires or A and W? None of the above. Uh, you going? You going? Root beer. Is it Day's root beer? No. So he likes um. Sometimes, like when his buddies come over for like a fire, I'll get the uh like the Hank's root beer in the bottle. Oh, the good shit! Cool you know, drinking root beer out of the bottle. Mm -hmm. That's what that's what he's calling the fancy root beer as he's oh, chewing that, apples. That is Not the high father's root beer. We listen. We're old. We don't know what ASMR is. It's when you like chew into the mic and make people hear it. This is what YouTube has done to you, huh? Mm -hmm. Yeah, parents don't let your kids watch YouTube. No, do. All right, Pittman's got a series of questions for you that will determine if you are a government informant or if you are woke. What's a government informant? <laughs> we're gonna find out. <laughs> Ew, did you fart? <laughs> He farted. No, it's one like that. <laughs> it smells in here. <laughs> no, it 
Okay, we got we need a different kid on every week. This is gold, man. Come on. I'm giving you guys good content. You guys should thank me. This is this is this is gold. We'll put your name this, in the credits. This is where he says smash the like button and drop a comment down below. Uh, don't forget to subscribe, like, Michael. Hit that bell oh, you know my newest videos. Here, give everyone uh, some English soccer real quick. Oi, mate, it's a beautiful day down here in England. Are you ready for some Football. He shoots. He scores. Unlucky. <laughs> ah. All right. So, uh, <laughs> all right. So, who's your team? Man, you, Arsenal, uh, Liverpool. Juventus. What's that? Juventus. In oh, Italy. Juventus. Oh, okay. You, you, Ronaldo or Messi? Ah. So you don't go for uh, Manchester United? Answer the question, Steve. Steve. What? Oh my gosh. How Wait, I, Ronaldo yes. or Messi? Oh, Ronaldo or Messi? Shit, I never thought about it. <laughs> I actually never thought about it. Steve. I think I got to go Ronaldo. tanking. I know. I got to go Ronaldo. Okay. If you said Messi, I was going to leave. Okay. Steve, go messy. Messy, messy, messy. <laughs> actually, actually, my favorite player is Sebastian Latou. Okay? Yeah, he retired like five years ago. Yeah, well, you were going to say Sebastian Bach, Steve. I, I could have. <laughs> or, Sebastian, or Sebastian the Crab from uh, Little Mermaid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I'm waiting for uh, the Hitman questions here. Yeah. yeah. Thoughts on Jeffrey Epstein, Michael? Did he kill himself? Who? Did Jeffrey Epstein kill himself? Sure. <laughs> Informant. Informant. Yeah, total. Total. Confirmed. Total. Not Who is Jeffrey Epstein? Check that kid. All right, nine nine eleven inside Why? job. Huh? Is nine eleven an inside job? Why are you guys asking me questions? It's not school yet. Ask Jesus. me Michael. He is such a narc. Do you think jet fuel could melt steel beams, Michael? I don't know. I would agree with you. That that's probably the right answer. <laughs> All if, it, if, if you're a government informant, that's the right answer. How much is the most amount of money you would spend on a cabinet? <laughs> Answer the question. How much would you spend on a cabinet? The beyond did you part? No, it's the chair. <laughs> it's the chair. That's what they all say. Look, I can replicate it. As, see? No, it wasn't that long before. <laughs> that was a Answer the question. How much would you spend on a cabinet? The most amount of money you would spend on a cabinet. None. I would rob someone. I mean, he's definitely an informant. <laughs> it's a yeah. narc. Well, I would argue that, I mean, purchasing those cabinets is robbing someone. Boom. Wow. Yeah, I'll there you go. Freeze. That's fair. You know? So so he's maybe admitting to a purchasing a Wayfair cabinet Boom. right now. Listen, you you're a narc. Kid, kid, you've proven you're a narc, and my hat is awesome. Okay? My avatar is awesome because I got the level seven, bitch. That's what she said. That's. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
You want you want the we all got secrets next week. Michael. Yeah, you want the job, man? He wins. He won. He just he's okay boomered me. All right. Is he like trade? He's out for B word. That's it. Jordan or LeBron. Yep. And Mike Fred. Jordan or LeBron. Basketball, so I don't care. Damn. Did the process work? Do you still trust the process? No, because the Sixers lost the playoffs. And you're having a better week than Brett Brown is. Yeah, I know, right? I actually won something. Oh. I'm still on a team. Oh, damn. (laughs) Yo, yo, people, tweet this to Brett Brown. (laughs) Brady, Brady or the Fanatic? The Fanatic, baby! Fanatic or Franklin? Fanatic, because I That's don't... That's a trick question. Oh, You're an informant. You? The real answer is hip-hop. You're a narc. This is the time where you leave. You're a narc. Okay, bye. The real answer is swoop. No. Steve's a narc, too, Michael. Don't worry. The real answer is... The union's mascot. Let's go, union. You don't even know his name. So. Flex. Come on, dude. Snake guy. Snake guy. No, way. I thought Flex. Wait, Flex was the Phantoms. It's also the the unions. It is? No. You're right. It's Fang. 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 Excuse me? Yeah, because he's he's a snake, for crying out loud. Speaking of snakes. (laughs) On a plane? (laughs) All right. Final thoughts, because you got to get out of here, because you're just... You just, you just, now you're just taking over. Yeah. Oh, I thought, I thought that was the plan. All right, My speak bad. on, speak on uh, something. Speak on back to school. What do you think? Yeah. Horrible. I don't want to learn. What do you want to do with the rest of your life? Sleep and eat and play sports, but ma- mostly, mostly sleep. All right. When will you try regular brownies? They have alcohol in them, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes, oh, they do. Then yes, they do, tomorrow, go buy some. Go buy some. Yes. Right, take your dessert and get out. No. Yeah. Get out of here, you level 40 bitch. <laughs> okay, boomer. <laughs> All right. Well, I promised you uh, he would say some things. and that Yes, did. that was... Uh, the first 20 minutes of the podcast, we just dedicate to a different kid in the Hoke family. Uh, Jesus, shy one. I don't know if G would do as well. Uh, yeah. Would she bring the fire? No. No, no she's, she's the shy one. Yeah. Dom would burn it down. Yeah. Da, da, yeah. But, yeah, well, <laughs> Dom, Michael is right. Dom would just talk about poop the entire time. Well, yeah, but so would we. It, it's, a, oh. it's a perfect match. So when Steve's uh, five, get Dom well. to answer front to back or back to front. <laughs> I worry. Wa- I, I worry that his answer is neither. Uh, wad it up or fold. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> the three seashells. <laughs> All right. Oh, man. So let's talk about some stuff, man. You, uh, Mike, you uh, had a little trip you tell us about. You uh, messaged us from all West Virginia. Dude, it was. It took a it, trip back in time, yo. It was. It was interesting to say the least. So it's different. <laughs> what yeah, took you there? Oh, 
that's the thing. It wasn't different. It was like it was like nothing was going on. So well, I mean, this uh, is the thing. When you cross state lines, time hasn't moved in probably eighty-five years. Yeah, but like, dude, I sat at three different bars. At three different bars in West Virginia. Yeah, like, cause like, I'm pretty sure COVID just doesn't exist there. Well, well the, when you, everybody's family, it's safe. I guess. Yeah, right. yeah you got enough stuff going on already. Lots yeah, of like, social. Yeah. Everybody, you know, like, like I was getting, like, it's funny, right? So, like, in this area, if you don't wear a mask, if you don't wear a mask, you get funny looks, right? Yeah. Like there, I was getting funny looks for wearing a mask. Uh huh. Like I would, I would wear one in the restaurant, just like the rules are here. And like everyone's looking at me, like, "What the hell are you doing?" <laughs> you know, and like at the one, like so at the at the one bar I went to a couple times, um, it was probably like a, a twenty foot bar, and they had like five stools. So in theory, like social distancing was met, right? You know, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever the math works out to me. Was, you know, um, sort of. But like, so I'm I'm the first night I go, I'm just eating wings and drinking beer and watching the Sixers get hammered by the Celtics. Um, the, the second time All I right. went there. Yeah, I know, right? The second time I went there, like come like nine o'clock, the bartenders took their mask off too. And I was just like, whatever, like normal life again. And I was like, okay, this is where we are then. Like it's just COVID hasn't hit West Virginia. So it's good to go there. Mm. Um it was it was it was just like and it didn't even sink at first, like, dude, you're sitting at a bar. And then after a while, I was like, holy sh-. like that's the first time I sat at a bar in I shoot. Seven eight months, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, it felt, felt good, didn't it? It just felt good to like be normal and like drink a beer, except for the friggin' Sixers sucking ass, you know. But they How feel were the dirt. wings. Yeah, that's what I want to hear about. Yeah, the wings were good. The wings were good. It was so Wednesday night was wing night. It was like dollar wings, which I is not necessarily cheap, but this was like a it was a. Did you get a government you know, discount on the wings or no? Nah, because nah, a craft brewery. So gotcha. um, wait, craft, will, craft craft brewery in West Virginia. Yeah, it's literally right across the street from, like, I was out there for work, and it was right across the street from from our office. What is a craft brew in West Virginia, Sam Adams? It's about an 85-year-old dude with a still cranking some corn oil out. (laughs) Oh, oh, wait, now you're talking. Yeah. (laughs) Well, so the one that we did discuss um, in depth, uh, Moonshine, because we were in West Virginia. Yeah. The one one bartender was talking about, like, where she goes, and we're like, tell the truth, you drink Moonshine when you're not here. So she she was laughing at that, um, dude. It's all uh, over here where I'm at in Virginia. Yeah, I believe it. My brother, my my brother Jesse loves moonshine. He had a, a moonshine bar at his wedding. Wow. Yeah, I tried it. It wasn't my thing. Yeah, it's it's got a it, it, it's said. hard. Hey, that's oh, also what she said. <laughs> she says a lot, doesn't she? Yeah, she better because. shut her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, what what is the, what is the wing deal there? I'm curious about this because I know what like a wing deal in the city is like ten bucks for a dozen, and they consider that wing night. What do you what what's the prices you pay in there? Well, I mean, they were these were big wings, right? Again, we're at a craft brewery, so it's it's not you ain't talking about like when we were when we were like 21, we went to Reals for ten cent wings. Yeah, those, wing, those wings were like the size of like my pinky. You know what I mean? Like there was barely any meat. Yeah, like them little baby party wings or whatever. Right, uh-huh. right, right, right. So these these were it was it was wing night was a dollar wing so I ordered like twenty and that guy just went eight for the night, uh, but they were good size they were they were probably uh, when we had Karens they were probably in similar size to Karens, okay, um, good crisp for them like so but well but cooked. that 
Yeah, they were good wings. I would, I would definitely get them again. But I if you had to give them a Portnoy right now, what would you give them? Hmm. And put it, put it on the scale of what you've had. Yeah. Fuck um, that, dude. Let's just start rating wings on here. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm in. <laughs> well, dude, I'm... he's got, dude, he's a Philly guy now. Come on. Yeah, then we got to talk about that in a second. Hey, but first, hey, wing rating. How many yeah. other, how many other Philly guys have we said fuck that guy? About? <laughs> he doesn't get special treatment. And yeah, uh, he doesn't I... want it. I'll put them at a 7.8. Okay. Ooh. What would you consider a nine? What would you consider a nine? Uh, Like what plays? Yeah. Do you have, you had a nine wing. I don't know if I've had a nine. Um, I think I've been been to anchor bar and, and Duff's in Buffalo. And they're okay, but like they're it's like Geno's and Pat's, right? You know. Nah, what I mean? see, I'm I'm gonna disagree with you because I think Anchor Bar is my nine point one. Ah, I think I really Pat's like them. them. I think you probably like Geno's too. No, yeah, no, please. I I will not stand here for yeah. this talk. I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you right now. Kearns and Jug Handle are both better than Anchor Bar. Jug Jug Handle is is probably up in the eight point nine range for me. Definitely. Jug in, Handle's up there. Yeah. Drug handle, whistlers. What would you give whistlers a six point nine to? A six. Where? where oh, so we're, we're talking. What? Would, what would be oh. the lower end wings? That's probably where we start going into a six point nine. I, that, what the hell did I just walk into? Six point nine. <laughs> I got it now. <laughs> Welcome back, Steve. This Steve. is reality where we've been. You I'm, so, I'm so sad right now because whatever was going on was absolutely hilarious to you and Pittman, and my headphones wasn't picking any of it up. So, oh, shit. so we'll just I'm gonna just pretend that I knew what was so funny. <laughs> so wait, the, the six... <laughs> okay. I wish That's... we could save that laugh and put it on a soundboard, dude. Do you remember E Bomb's World? Oh, dude, E Bomb's World. Yeah. Was the best. Oh my god! I do. I have a. I have. I have a good fake laugh. I also have a great fake cough, um, which I, which I used in elevators often. Um, uh-huh. pre COVID. Now post COVID, probably even yeah. Funny. Now it's a little bit more reserved now. Oh, dude, dude, you, you're gonna, you. dude, you're gonna leave us hanging. Let's hear it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Thank you. Did that that was that was actually intense, Pittman. Did they like let you breathe in rotor dust when you were a kid? That's yeah. like a mesothelioma cough. That people, totally. That gets people off the elevator real quick. That rattled. That rattled the floorboards a little. Yeah. I, I heard you wheezing. got like that. You, there's a little bit of like smoker hack wheeze or something in there. Yeah. Something. That's like that's at least a pack a day right there. Hey, smoke them if you New, got them. Of Newports. That's fair. Yeah. But let me All jump. Right, so, back, let me jump back to West Virginia again for a minute. Okay. okay? Because I didn't get to the craziest part. Okay? Oh, okay. Go for it. So the craziest part is I end up um, like we the one bar closes at like eleven, and it's the last night there. So I'm like, whatever. Like you know, celebrating a, a successful project. So we're walking back towards our hotel, and somebody told me this place. It's called TCB, the Coffee Bar. Um, they're like, oh, that's a nice place to go check out. So we go. I walk in, and so this place is just. It's COVID city. Um, there's absolutely no social distancing at the bar. There's literally not one person with a mask. There's I love people it. dancing on the dance floor, right? Um, yes. 
it, it was but the best the best the best part of it um was the music because it, this was the music that you would expect to hear um in like a young club or young bar in West Virginia because it was like stuck for the most part in like 2003 um they had like four consecutive little john songs oh yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> i think i sent you's video of the mariah carey song yes right? sweet sweet fantasy literally i'm yeah, not but that I, doesn't count because you requested that for karaoke <laughs> I, I always request macy gray for karaoke and that's all i ever <laughs> the only song that they played that was later than 2010 and they played it four times in the hour i was there can you guess what it was well, you told us, so... Oh, did I? WAP? You told me, yeah. Yeah, WAP, WAP. <laughs> Song of the Summer, WAP. This is this is basically my DJ set from when I used to club DJ. You know, but I, and that's the thing, right? This but is, like, what, this is what, what I used WAP, to throw Steve? down. Well, I can yeah. picture Steve dropping WAP at Delco Bingo Night. Oh, yeah, I would. Yeah, With the old ladies. In Delco Happy Hour. I totally... But I was throwing down, you know, Outcast, Little John, uh, yeah. Next Two Close, all that jazz. And that's the thing, right? So, like, that's a set you're playing, but you're targeting, like, an audience, like, for that age, right? Which is... Yeah, I'm targeting us. Right, right, right. I would say typical to the age that you that you get hired to DJ, right? Right. I mean, this was college kids. This was kids probably... I mean, it's, there was nobody asking for ID. So, probably 18 to 23. And then... And and, and they're they're, <laughs> they're totally into it, aren't they? Yeah, because they're West Virginia, so I guess they don't know any better. They're like Little John's fire. I think Little John crosses over. You think? I, th- I think uh, some of his stuff crosses over. I think some of that. I think I, I, uh, some of it, not all of it, depends. I, I because mean, they're all listening to the music that their moms listen to. Yeah, I mean, well, I, I would yeah. be surprised if people could name four Little John songs. Well, I don't think they can name four, but they're probably. Well, just start saying know. all the phrases like their songs, like "Yeah, yeah." That's not a yeah, song. That's it. <laughs> Everybody's got sweat dripping down their balls. We get that's it. it. Oh yeah, that's that's the one they know because that, that you know, there's YouTube clips, there's Twitter, you know, out there that they know that one. I mean, don't get me wrong. When I was in college, right, Little John was 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 at was he was hot, you know? Yeah. But like, I don't know that eighteen to twenty twos nowadays are are like. You know well, what? Did they play the Whisper song? They didn't. But I should. I should have requested it, shouldn't I? Should have, dude. That would Look, be phenomenal. Yeah. I did just DJ a friend's uh, graduation party. She is twenty-two, and I know I know her mom very well uh, for years. And oh, well. her mom, oh, well. her mom, oh, well. not that well. No. Like would very, very well. Six, would no. you rate her six point nine? <laughs> <laughs> now, please, please. Anyway. What I know is she she's totally into the whole little John thing because that's what her mother listened to and brought her up on stuff like that. So she was totally into that stuff as well. Like the sweat dripping down your balls. Oh yeah, all these the females she's crawl. It, she's into it. Oh skeet 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 motherfucker. <laughs> oh boy. And this is now rap lyrics of the week. <laughs> I think each week we need to have Steve read a couple bars of some lyrics. I am in another so... song. Another song they play, which would be great for Steve to read. Um, yes, ASAP Rocky, Bad Bitches. 
Yeah. That's my, my brother Ryan used to always play that song. I mean, anyone who knows it knows why. It's very romantic. Oh, yeah. It is. It's first Hold date. on, I'm Googling. Have you ever heard it before? I, I'm pretty sure I've you heard it, but I don't You may find that know. one on Lugal, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, re- if you find it, re- read like a couple of lyrics for us. Um, I'm getting there. Hold on. I mean, Yo, I know the song, no, but it, I... You can just read the... <laughs> You can just read the hook, Steve. Oh, yeah. The I love that. Hey, wait, hold on. <clears throat> uh, yeah, there it is. I, I feel like I need a drink first. Do you want me to cough for you? Hold that back? cup up, Steve. Yeah, give me, give me a <laughs> hot damn. I'll give you a hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I love bad bitches. That's my fucking problem. And yeah, I like to fuck. I got a fucking problem. I love bad bitches. That's my fucking problem. And yeah, I like the fuck. I got a fucking problem. <laughs> oh, there's more. I'm glad that you took that pause so that Mike can yeah. save that clip for me and I can have hold, it. Hold up, bitches. Simmer down. Taking hella long, bitch. Give it to me now. Make that thing pop like a semi or a nine. Oh, baby, like it raw with a shimmy shimmy yahoo. <laughs> this was playing in the West Virginia bar. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm just I'm keeping this up just to like drop this in every now and then. I'm gonna do this. So like when I, I when I picture that you and Sammy out there playing that on a Pokemon run. That's it. I <laughs> when I left that bar, I just said to myself, like, if I don't get COVID, like COVID just isn't real. Yeah, that's it. That that's where you get COVID. Because a bar that was that act playing music like that is a COVID factory. Pretty much. But, you know, the community spread in places like West Virginia aren't as intense as the big cities like Miami. That's where we're seeing the problems. Now, if any of them have been to Miami recently and came back to West Virginia, might have had some some shit there. But, you know, hey, it is what it is. We'll test you in two weeks. We'll see what happens. Yeah, and I will. I will leave with this note. Um, the hotel I stayed in was apparently a very big deal. Okay. Because every local who who's there was like, "Where did you stay?" And I said, "Oh, the, the I think it was called the, the Blessing Hassett." And they're like, "Newsflash, oh. bro. They leave the light on for everybody, not just you, and including <laughs> the ghost, because apparently it's haunted." Oh. So the the story behind the hotel was it was developed by. Like some guy who was like sympathizer with Aaron Burr who killed Hamilton. Oh, dang. <laughs> and like at some point they were trying to break away from the United States and, and secede, if you will. And that was like, the, so Blessing Hassett Island was like the. Uh, the safe haven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the guy who developed it, they, they allege haunt. Like the first night, the manager's like, you're staying there. I'd never stay there. It's haunted. I'm like, dude, ghosts aren't real. Do you ever tell you why I know ghosts aren't real? Why is that? Think about this, right? Let's say some ghost was trying to haunt me, okay? Yeah. And why wouldn't my dead family members, like, fight off that ghost that's trying to haunt me? Because they're, they're in heaven. Yeah, they're sitting uh, back. Because they're sitting back laughing at your ass. Heaven? Dude, I've seen, we've seen how your family acts. They, they, they pretty much roast you. They're sitting back going, that motherfucker's getting haunted, and we love it. Uh, they ain't coming to, come to your defense. 
Uh, I I have a deceased Italian grandmother. I feel like Italian. Uh, well, okay. Wouldn't put up for that. Game changer, no question. She would. Dude, she like, would. She would take the shoe off and beat him with it. I never met her, right? Because she passed away before I was born. Um, but like my dad tells stories about her. She was like the best, dude. She she went to every one of his games, right? And she had to sit like all the way at the end of the bench, like all the way down the line, because she'd be yelling at the refs and the umpires or whatever sport <laughs> it was. Rain, it, even in the rain, it didn't matter. She's just here yelling at refs and umpires. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's probably where I get it, because my brothers all tell me that I hate refs and umpires, and I do. Well, I, all I have to say to that is kill them all dead, bodies in the hallway. Don't get involved. Listen what the crystal balls say. That's facts, Steve. That's facts. That's big facts. Ha- Halle Berry, hallelujah. Oh, this is Hall- the Kendrick Lamar. Oh, girl, I'm Kendrick Lamar. Mm. You got to work, work on the delivery. It's, yeah, it's I know. Halle Berry. <laughs> Halle Berry, hallelujah. Holla back, I'll do you, beast. <laughs> no romantic. Solid. Can we Solid. can we one week not tell your wife what she's getting into? Just have her come in the room and just read like some really vulgar rap lyrics to her. <laughs> I'm just trying to imagine that for one minute. I don't think I can. <laughs> like I feel like like Hitman, like you we could do it to our wives, but they would just laugh, right? Because they yeah, they, they listen to half these songs. They already know half the, the, the lyrics. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah, that's that's they, not they her. Laugh. I feel like Steve, Steve just Steve just bring her in out. next week and drop some Akinelli on her. <laughs> I'm sure I've said it before, but there's nothing dirtier than David Banner play. Oh, bro, I love it. Oh, <laughs> we'll that's next. We'll yeah, save that for next week's Next pod. week, Steve will read David Banner play. So if you yeah. want to hear Steve read David Banner play, tune in next week. Ah, man. I'm pretty sure I had someone request that once. Oh, I hope you didn't play it. It, 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 it might have been a Fowerback's wedding. I'm just saying. Yeah. That's probably valid. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, let's go to uh, – what do we feel, how do we feel about Portnoy being a Philly guy now? Let's go I mean, into I'm, that. I'm a big Portnoy guy. I think he's a riot. Um, so I, I'm on board with it. So did he say what, I mean, has he really gone into why Philly? I mean, does he just want to get the hell out of New York? Well, because because we just there? shipped Brett Brown out. So let's bring somebody new in. And, oh. and one Boston guy leaves another Boston guy comes Facts. You know what I mean? You know, I mean, uh, I mean, do you want but, the real reason? Do you want the real reason? Or do you want have, to have you heard the real reason? I just haven't picked up on uh, it. Yet. I mean, I'm, I'm putting two and two together, but I, 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 I have a speculation too, but go ahead. I, I don't think it's speculation. So, uh, Barstool was, was purchased by a company called Penn national gaming, right? Um, which is why they're going heavy into the gambling part. Now, mm-hmm. um, Penn national has a, a headquarters in Conshohocken. Okay. So I suspect because Barstool is moving into – because Portnoy is not quite as much on the content side. He does do content, but the content is more like other guys on Barstool. Yeah. So Portnoy is moving more into the in the gambling. He's been doing like day trading stuff. So I suspect it's all about growing the Barstool gambling brand, being closer to the Penn National. Um, I mean, that's, that's fair. I have another thought, but I think if things were normal right now – if COVID had never happened and New York were still happening, we're still bustling and all the businesses were still open and, you know, the rent markets up there were still what they were, I think they would have held on up there. 
Because you could do that remotely. You could build that remotely from New York no, no, to no. Barstool headquarters isn't moving down here. No, but he's moving down here. Yeah, but, but the whole stay- is staying in New York. They are? Okay, yeah. I, I didn't confirm whether that was... This is literally just him moving down here. I, I, for some reason, picked up that maybe he was moving some of Barstool, so, some of their operations. There may be a portion of it. Um, or maybe he's going to establish the uh, gambling portion of it. Yeah. And maybe they do. And, you know, here's the other thing. There, there isn't as much happening in New York right now. Maybe you just don't want to establish it up there because I don't think maybe the rents just aren't coming down. I'd have to check because I've been reading some stuff about how New York is just, you know, it's dying right now. Maybe it just fuck New York too, Steve. It could be that. I mean, I'll, less pizza places open. I mean, you know what I mean? Come on. I, I, look, hey, welcome to Philly, Dave. Uh, Dude, New know, York caused all this mess with COVID. They're the ones who got crazy early on. They did, and they you know, have. they they may have the most immunity now. Who knows? But you know, two of his best buddy athletes are Philly athletes, right? Too. Yeah, Kevin Hayes oh. and Bryce Harper. Correct. Proud members of Team Portnoy. It, listen, rent's cheaper here than it is in New York anyway. I mean, he moves down here. He saves, he saves money. He's better, what, too. Oh, well, you know. You know, you know that's I why. Said it. I said it. Yeah. At, at places like Angelo's, I think they got a fighting shot. I mean. You, hey, you first, know, stop for, first stop for Portnoy in the city. Pasquale's. It's got to be. He if hasn't done it open, yet. If they're still open by then. Uh. <laughs> Come for the animatronics. Uh, for the, uh, uh, nice. But you do you know like the rent thing is a real thing? That's what caused Northern Liberties to blow up. Yeah. Because it's cheaper for a young chef to make his first restaurant in Northern Liberties, build up some cash flow, then go to New York than it is to start his first restaurant or or her first restaurant in New York. Yeah, it was years ago that they were yeah. calling Philly the fifth borough because so yeah. many people were just coming down here. Yeah. yeah. Appreciate yeah. you including his and hers, because obviously all chefs matter. Luka Doncic doesn't doesn't matter, but all chefs. (laughs) Luka Doncic, you know, he he had his statement, didn't he? Yeah. Good Lord. That's what you do with people. white boy. You don't complain. You don't complain and cry when people say disparaging things until you rip their heart out. And that's what he did. He's an animal, bro. He's got straight ice water in his veins. That's forty-seven. What was it? Forty-seven, ten, and thirteen. Something and like the that. Hawks, the Hawks traded him. <laughs> Jeez. Love it. A little NBA talk. I mean, uh, look, the pro- did the process just die this weekend? I mean. Did, I mean, can I be honest with you? Did yeah. the process just die this weekend? Well, I've been holding I would to hope that. that the process hasn't been dead forever. Colangelo killed the process. I would agree with that. That his was stupid, him and his stupid-ass collars. But coming into these playoffs, I mean, before Ben went down, did we think they had a hope of doing anything this year? I, no. I very much did. I still, I don't think the roster yeah. is nearly as bad as anyone says it is. I think the problem was Brett Brown decided that they have to fit his system. Like he's freaking Tex Winter or something like that. And he would not adapt his system. Like he's got Embiid hanging on the three point line. Embiid should be playing exactly like uh, Anthony Davis is with the Lakers. Like, do you think he can play like that, though? Yeah, he, I think he's more talented than Anthony Davis. Well, I, I definitely think he's talented. I don't. Brett's know, yeah. not, Brett has no. Brett has no balls and can't tell him stop just jacking up threes all day. Look, I'd love to see him play more down low. I just wonder if he's, you know, because he's had injury problems. Is he built for that grind? Soft. Well, 
Isn't that isn't that part of what a coach needs to do? Is make sure that his off season is is getting him to the point where he's not. Yeah, and I, would, I yeah I agree with some of that. I also feel like they could have done better by the players early on by getting some solid vet. And I'm not even saying high level. I'm saying solid uh, uh, locker room presence vets, or you know sure. guys that are going to take a player like that under the wing and and sure. do and don't them. You know what I mean? They've sure. they've really giving them no culture other than five years of Brett Brown daycare. And this is yeah. the result. Well, well, Jimmy Butler tried. <laughs> he tried Dude, I was he talking tried about to this to somebody the other day. And I said, I personally probably would have, I would have tried to keep Butler and move Simmons. Oh, that man. would have been my goal. And, and you can disagree with that and that's fine. If you move Simmons and you and you keep Butler, what you move Simmons for is going to give you the pieces to put you over with Butler and Embiid. Did you? So did you look at like like so now? Obviously, it's like only one year, but like what the what the uh, what's it called? The Thunder got for Paul George. They they got they got uh, a freaking haul. It's ridiculous what they got. They got picks galore. And well, they got Shy right, who's a good player. Yeah, they get six first round picks. Jesus, swaps. You know, like imagine the Sixers with that plus that stuff. That's so like a hink, that's like a hinky deal, right? It there. is a yeah. yeah. We we would have had to accept a rebuild at this point, and were, was the fan base ready for a rebuild? Uh, I still think a coach is right. If a good coach comes well, in and teaches Ben to shoot, and just says Ben, you have to shoot. Like yeah, yeah. And, but here and, and here's another theory, which I'm I'm totally ripping off of uh, WIP. What I heard. Uh, John Johnson saying, "All we do is steal takes on this podcast. It's okay. That's good. So uh, John Johnson America, being a Steve, we uh, steal other people's shit. Then consider this one stolen, but I'll give him credit because he's a guy who's covered the team every day. Who you know covered Brett Brown. He might have a little insight in, into the workings of the team. His take was there are so many people at the top that have a say. They never had." a guy in charge of basketball really like ha- having the final say on this really it's providing everybody's the direction. hands in the jar. Yeah. Everybody's hands in a jar. The guy with the biggest power in all of this was Scott McNeil was the guy at the top who has no business running a basketball team period. Well, and Elton brand did get shafted because when they hired Elton brand, they forced him to keep all of Colangelo's cronies in place. Yes. Right? Well, that's part of it because they knew that they knew Brand would go along with it. He he would go along to get along. And yet they've they've basically kept two of Colangelo's cronies there. And that's also part of the problem. So I will see what happens. But you can fault the NBA for that for forcing him in in the first oh, place. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. Sure. So, but then, you know, they, well, they forced in Jerry at first, and then that just ballooned into Brian, and then that just went to hell. And then, you know, they take on the Al Horford contract, and they, you know, resign Tobias Terrible Harris. Money. They resign Tobias Harris to a huge contract, and the jury's going to be out now on whether that was a how do, Yeah, how do we feel about that? Are we still on the fence there? I'm still, I'm, yeah, I'm not, I'm not convinced. I'm not, I'm so, which tells me, you know, I'm still on the fence because I think Tobias can play, but not consistent enough in, in what's you know, going on speaks, right now. It speaks to where the league's at in today's world and market as far as players and such go. Like, like look at a guy like Conley a few years back. They threw the goddamn farm at him, dude. Like, yeah, 
the money out there now is just insane for these it guys. It is. And that's why you can't worry about the money. You just can't worry about like the salary cap keeps going up. You just can't even think about the money. The money's irrelevant. Like it, Evan Turner got a max at one point, didn't he? Or yeah. something crazy, you know? I mean, bet you know, players who, yeah, the players get maxes who don't deserve them all the time. That's the NBA. But it, it just seems like in the NBA, uh, these are players that can play. I mean, Josh Richardson yeah. can play. And Tobias I, Harris has useful skills. Like, yes. Tobias Harris is not. Like, Al Horford is washed. Dude, Brian Tobias Scalabrini had on. useful skills, too. Would you max him? No. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> but I'm thinking, this is a team with talent. Shake Milton has talent. Matisse Steibel has talent. What is it about these guys that they can't get together and do a cohesive unit? The coach. Perhaps it is. But I mean, it, look at how well they play at home. Look at how terrible they are on the road, right? That's mm-hmm. a very clear motivation issue. So at home, the fans motivate them. On the road, it's on the coach to motivate them, and he can't. Now, the reality is if they were truly great players, they'd motivate themselves, right? But they're not, sure. and they can't. So that's where the coach has to fill in, and the coach couldn't. Uh, well, I, I do think there have been rumblings that they've tuned him out, that they tuned yeah. him out a while ago. Josh Richardson came out and basically said, you know, there's not enough accountability on the team. Yeah, that's the same thing. He's a nice guy. You don't yeah. anybody you think is good at something, you don't start with he's a nice guy. Yeah, right. Uh, Joel Embiid basically said, you know, that that's not up to me, but he's going to be my friend regardless. He's basically said, yeah, he's a nice guy. Brett Brown is a good basketball man. The guy knows basketball. He knows how to teach basketball. He has no idea how to coach it. He has no idea how to be Brad Stevens. I mean, he doesn't have the confidence. Like, like the, he, the, he doesn't have the. Like the respect of the players. I can't think of the word I'm looking for, but the players like like when when Popovich speaks, right? The players listen. Yeah. When Brad Stevens draws up a play, they're confident it's going to work. Plus, because yeah. they have some of the they have guys like Jason Tatum, G, where'd yeah. he come from? But I mean yeah, but listen, dude, everybody's got to chill on Tatum, okay? Tatum is a nice player. Tatum ain't gonna win a bunch of championships. He's gonna win a bunch no, of No, he's not. No, they, he's they not need more to win championships. Teams. No, I mean, you know, okay, let's be honest. But back then, knowing what you knew, obviously you can't know what you knew now. Would you have still done the Markel Fultz deal in the moment? Yes. What, that was the, but wasn't that the point of the process to get the assets to trade up in a draft to get the best guys each year? Right. And everyone thought, yeah, and how did that work out for us when we had no. seven centers on the roster? Uh, well, it, it didn't work out. <laughs> They wasted a few like prime years of that. Like, let's tank and tank and tank and draft a seven footer and a seven footer and a seven footer and a seven. Even shitty guys they were taking. They we draft a guy at, at three and then take three more centers in the same draft. Like, what the fuck was going on? Mm. <laughs> I got no problems with what Hinky did. No, I don't have a problem with what Hinky did. I have problems with what Colan- the Colangelos did afterward. Yeah, Colangelo came and you know did stupid stuff, you know. But and this is stuff that some of us I think bought into at the time because it seemed like a good idea. Al Horford seemed like a good idea at the time, did it not? No, I did. I thought the the Sixers were zigging when everyone else zagged. So I, yeah. I and I don't know if I, that was me talking myself into it or if I truly believed it. But that I mean, what I put out there was that I, that I thought the Sixers were ahead of the curve, and then mm-hmm. I forgot that the Sixers had a coach who refused to adapt to his talent. Okay. Better so, pick up for the Sixers, Al Horford or Chris Weber? Boy, I think I'm gonna throw up my Chick-fil-A sandwich. That's <laughs> a tough one. 
I might I'll say go, Weber. I'll, I'll Weber. go. I'll go with Horford because he showed up to to a fan appreciation night. <laughs> That's fair. That's, solid. That's fair. So, uh, so okay. Does the coach fix this? The right coach does. Who do you, do you have one in mind? Huh. I mean, like Atkinson intrigues me because, but I want to know why he left Brooklyn. Uh, the, what they said, the players kind of pushed him out because they just they, Durant, okay. Durant didn't get along with him. If that's the case, then then he, it's not going to work here. And Bede's a strong personality. Well, yeah, but he's not Durant. Durant just, I mean. How about Jason Kidd or Mark Jackson? How do you guys feel about them? No one, Mark, Mark Jackson. He's an no idiot. one, no one, Mark Jackson. Yeah, that that uh, Jason Kidd, uh, Jason Kidd or Tyron Lou. I see. I just don't know if Lou will ever fit because of. And honestly, I hate to to bring the step back up, but bro, he's gonna forever like he's yeah. got like a, a a taint on him. You know right. what I mean? So you, you put a lot of stock into step over tainting him. I do. Even though, like it, even though dude, he respect, got the chip. Respect, respect, but yeah, did he get the chip? Yeah, Lou, well, no. That's like, that's like saying fucking Mark Madsen got the chip. He was like the 15th man. Hey, well, Come on, bro. He got a ring. Bob Horry got seven. Yeah, so Come on. the guy who picked cups up <laughs> off the seats. <Yeah. laughs> All right, got it. So you think the players are going to look at him and be like, Bro, AI stepped over you and just well, not just like it. we're saying, just like we're saying with Brett Brown, right? You got to have that kind of rapport amongst your guys where you can command that kind of respect or attention or whatever the case may be. Okay, but this is also a guy who coached LeBron. Does yeah, that not buy him something? Did he coach though? No. <laughs> was that, that's and I mean I'm not now I'm not trying to take away from him, but was that team on autopilot or was that team successful because he coached them? Did he did did he know well enough to leave certain things well enough alone and only handle the things he could handle? Yeah, I but he don't have LeBron here. He don't have LeBron here. No, he doesn't. He has Embiid and Simmons. Yeah, he's got guys that still need to push over the hump. He's not. It's not turnkey role. I kind of like sure. the idea of Sam Cassell. I have heard some Cassell talk, uh-huh. and I could see him being like a tough grit kind of coach. Yeah, well, and, and the guy's got to respect. He did it. He, he went to a lot of playoff games with Houston, with Milwaukee. You know what I mean? He won two at Houston, right? Wasn't he on those yeah. teams? Yeah. yeah. So did he win it or did Hakeem win it? And maybe he would get Latrell Sprewell to be Robert Ori won it. <laughs> Big shot, Rob. Check you the think- numbers. He averaged 20 and 10. You think he can get Latrell Sprewell to be an assistant and Latrell will just oh. out? Oh, dude, he'll be- choke the shit out of somebody. Yeah. Well, then we know like these are the guys, and this these are the guys we need to deal with this generation of players. That's what I'm we saying. We need to dust Rashid Wallace off, get him in there. Oh. We need to like grab Ben Wallace, a couple of these guys, Charles oh, Oakley. Charles Oakley, yeah, 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 ball, yeah, dude. Ball don't lie. Right. I'm in. I'm in. So, all right. Well, here's the wild card. Jay Wright. It's not even happens. It's not wasting everybody's time. Everyone's talking about it, and I know they're going to talk about it because it's going to drive WI. Right, and then Villanova will bump his salary up another $2 million and he'll be like, oh, yeah, I win national championships here. I'm yeah. good. I, well, okay. There's they, no they, possible way the grass is greener for him on the other side of that. I don't think it is either. The only places he would potentially even consider are the Lakers, 
right? That's probably it. Dude, he you, could you, pop you, open his trunk full of bodies right now and pull and and he's God out there. You know what I mean? He's not he's not going nowhere, especially for the struggles he's gonna have to put up with to, yeah. in the beginning of whatever's going on with the Sixers. You right. Know and what it, I mean? As we head on this path to to potentially high school kids going back into the draft right away. He only dominates NCAA that much more because he's been doing with seniors the whole time. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So, I mean, he's not, he's never been like a Rick Patino type who always had like bigger, you know, always felt like he had bigger fish to fry. Or... Yeah, and, he, and Patino doesn't have to worry about like, like academics because these guys were only there for one semester and then left. Right. 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 They, they, those coaches have no idea how to coach a four year player. You know? Right. Patino, Calipari. not sure, but Cal like Jerry Wright. Yeah. Calipari's yeah. like. Cal, Calipari was basically a used car salesman. I mean, right. you know. It, but there's, it, it, and it's helped some people too, though. Sure. No, I, I, I haven't doubted his, uh, you know, his pedigree, although, you know, he's had a little bit of uh, shady dealings here and there. But oh, so for is, sure. So is Patino, let's face it. Patino's had a lot of issues. Uh, yeah. That, 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 the restaurant issue. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, the, the hooker, the hooker issue. Jeez. <laughs> oh, man. So, okay. But yeah, we, we were, Jay writes a guy to Villanova. He's not leaving. Fine. Yeah, I don't care. Let me ask you this. No, you can't. End end of the season, Mavericks call. Luca for Ben. Luca I mean, for Ben. Why would they do that? Yeah, why I'm would they? I'm just saying everyone's so attached to Ben. I'm I'm curious to see what I'm, it would take to pull him out. I mean, I'm, I'm very I'm, curious I'm, that trade. I'm taking that deal. Yeah, Luca Luca's a killer. I'm taking that deal. And he's three years younger. He's made them. He's basically made them not lose a step from Dirk, and they were losing steps under Dirk. I mean, he's brought them back. Yeah, they're gonna be a problem for a while, mm. dude. Mav's got that Euro pipeline, bro. Jeez. Yeah. They like it. all them guys, but look, this is and 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 even them. Porzingis, oh my knee's sore, I can't play. Luca, the game before, grade three sprain, and comes out and murders someone in the next game. Yeah. Mm. That's how you do it. All right. So, uh, uh, what would you say? If you want to win. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. So, uh, NBA talk. You want to talk in the NHL or nah? <laughs> talk uh, any Philly, I mean, Philly's bullpen or nah? The, the Flyers came out flat the other night. Oh, know? yeah, yeah. And here's a difference in coaching for you. You know, Brett Brown gets plastered and, you know, still plays Mr. Nice Guy. Elaine Vigneault loses 4 nothing and basically calls out people by name in the press conference. Says, guess- Sean, Sean Couturier, I need more from, from your line. You know? And they'll come out next game and play better. They better? Oh, they have to. That's, that's the difference between hockey and every other sport, though, right? Hockey players don't cry when they get caught out. Well, I right. don't think... Not in this case, but uh, they may have. It's they hard may to have cry when it. you know you're signed to a team for forty fucking years. Hockey contracts <laughs> are insane, dude. <laughs> big, big time facts. Meanwhile, the Phillies bullpen right now is holding up six to two, top in the ninth. They're winning. They got a little shaky in the eighth. Just saying. They tried to. They tried to shore up the bullpen, and they still suck. What's the deal? It's like uh and uh, was it the was it the waterway? We suck again. <laughs> oh no, we suck again. <laughs> you, How do you can guys do feel it. about these these cardboard fans and digital fans. Yeah, it was cute for a while. 
I don't ultimately get the point of the cardboard fans because I don't think you ever get your own cutout. No, it's just it's a cash grab, dude. Yeah, you don't get to see it on TV. You don't get to really. It's like you do if Andrew McCutcheon throws a ball to you. Yeah, NBA. I feel like it's a more interactive type thing. Like they're doing like Zoom fan thing type. Yeah, growing up in their face now. You got little Wayne. Well, did you see that? I was just gonna go to that. Getting caught smoking weed on the thing, and I did see uh, baseball. They had at the Cubs game, I believe it was. They had the cardboard cut out of the guy in the exact seat where he robbed the home run. Oh, oh really? They put Bartman yeah, out dude. there. Nice. That's a pretty solid troll job. Yeah. Now I will say I don't know if you all caught this over the weekend. Uh, WWE did their SummerSlam, and they have now gone to digital fans. They call it the Thunderdome, where they basically have digital fans all over their their mini arena. It looks pretty cool. But they had some crazy shit. I mean, somebody popped up Chris Benoit on one of the screens. I saw uh, that. Yeah. Who's somebody somebody, that? somebody, basically popped up sex. Uh, I mean, no, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I didn't see that. What does that mean, basically popped up sex? I didn't see it either, but I heard about it. Like, there was some kind of sexual act going on on the screen. Listen, rule number one. I may trust, have to confirm this. But... Never trust wrestling fans. They have no, no. clue what fornication I'm sure is. whatever that was was predetermined, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, the Chris Benoit one was obviously like, oh, my God, he touched her hand. They're having sex. He touched her hand. Jeez. But, yeah, somebody putting up Chris Benoit, that's like. That's Jeez. phenomenal. That's it's uh, the to- let's let's touch on that real quick. I mean, I, not obviously we weren't headed that way, but is it time that they kind of like acknowledge him? You can't you can't hide it forever. It is what it is. You know what I mean? And it's one of the, it's almost like like OJ has an allure. Like people accept him at this point as like folklore, but uh, it, on the field he was a god. Off the field, people know he was a piece of shit. <sighs> I mean, Benoit killed his kids. I can't. I can't do Benoit that. Yeah, that's kids, hard. Bro. Benoit yeah. did kill his kids. That's you hard. You don't know Benoit because he was a parent. His 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 legacy is etched in as a wrestler. You know what I'm saying? The, I mean, the body, the body the hard, of work is the hard. Yeah, the hard thing with Benoit, the hard thing with him is that there is evidence that it was CTE that drove him down the path. That it was uh, something out of his control that it's went wrong. It's not like he just prank. punched a clock one day and went home and said, "Fuck it, I'm whacking yeah. everyone." I this mean, I'm not trying to justify. No, it at all. no one's this trying to justify this one. What happened? And it's just like these football guys shooting himself at forty or right. CTE can have kind of effects for for yeah. shit that obviously this, driving. This wasn't things. OJ. Yeah. This was an OJ who premeditated, who was basically a son of a bitch, who was basically an egomaniac beyond all control. That that was just a psycho. This was something different. Now, yeah, it's hard to get past it because he killed his kids. I don't think we'll ever get past it because of that. Right. I don't think you ever can. But if you're looking at it rationally, there is a factor there that you can go. Well, there's a layer of sadness in there because you there's can a ton of sadness. Yes, with it, you know what I mean. It's very different from OJ because of that sadness. Because this guy just completely came unhinged and lost it all. Yeah, because this is a guy who had, you know, for all from from all stories, was a very different guy. From they had deep had had deep friendships. I mean, I don't I don't know him fully. I don't know if he had other demons. I, I can't say it for sure. I'm just going off of what is is what I know. Right. I mean, I'm confused. You keep bringing up OJ, but 
the glove didn't fit. And he got he did get a quit. So, so how many times don't... have how many times have you washed a shirt that didn't fit right after? <laughs> Let's how see. many times did it not fit before I washed it? I mean that's fair, but my my point. Let's look, look isotoners. Let's be real. Chris Darden fucked that up. That was Chris Darden's fault. He never should have had him try on the glove because it gave him the opportunity to make it act like it didn't fit. Am I right or am I wrong? I don't even know what that means, honestly. I was like, uh, yeah. when that happened. Dude, you didn't watch the 10-part the documentary? Come on. No. That was the last dance, Steve, not OJ. Oh, yeah. shit. You got to see. You got to find the OJ documentary that was on. Uh, I think what was it? Discovery. Oh, I don't Steve, have to. While you were watching that, we were watching OJ and Naked Gun. Oh, that now that was classic shit. Come on, Frank Drebin. Yeah, Norberg. Steve, Mike don't the, know. Mike, what's Mike's your favorite? Naked what's your gun. favorite Naked Gun? Oh, the first one. Come on, with, with Reggie Jackson kill, trying to kill the Queen. Would you rate it? Would you rate it a six point nine? Listen, See, I, like I think you took that one since Reggie Jackson roasted your ass. Well, you know what? I I, I forgave him once he tried oh, wait, to kill the I queen. I saw that one because the dude was the umpire. Yeah, Enrico Palazzo. Yeah, <laughs> we we referenced that re- recently because one of the umpires in one of Michael's games was like dancing every strike. Oh, he so he was pulling off the steer, yeah. right? Oh shit. Meanwhile, I'm not even joking. Four times he got the count like both coaches were flipping on him because four times he got the count wrong because he was dancing so much he forgot to click the ball or the strike on his face. Nice. 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 Listen, all I have to say to that is kill them all, dead bodies in the hallway. Don't get involved. Listen what the crystal balls say. That's real shit, Steve. Let them know. That's what Reggie said before he popped the queen. What do you love? (laughs) <laughs> say it Steve uh, what, tell, uh, tell us what you love Steve there's only one answer to that uh, question uh, right wait, now. okay my brain my brain isn't working I had to get up at 5 jump this morning. to the hook Steve you'll know what you love <laughs> yeah Steve loves bad bitches bad bitches yeah that's I, I should have gone back to the song what was it I love bad bitches that's my fucking problem bring your girls to the crib maybe we could solve it I oh <laughs> 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 Only right. he's still over there skating with little John. <laughs> you ball skate, 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 motherfucker. <laughs> it's, better when right. you read it. it's better when you just read it with no. Uh, yeah, you're right. Listen, we only got a few minutes left and I don't know how much longer my phone has. So let's close on the news of the week that apparently McDonald's dropped a bomb and that they're going to throw out spicy chicken McNuggets. Game changer. How do you feel about that, Steve? You'll be able to try one. I'll be able to try maybe two. Hold up. What did Steve do before this podcast today? I had a spicy chicken oh, sandwich. He grabbed one of those socks out of his drawer. I don't I'm not sure, honestly. <laughs> oh. I don't <laughs> Steve Listen, I ate almost an entire chicken sandwich. Chick fil A spicy deluxe, baby. The weight is coming Holy. back. That Steve is coming back. That, I ate about eighty percent. Return of, of the Mac. A <laughs> lot of protein in that bitch. I'm just saying. You lied to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, now we're in my era. That's that's what I was throwing down in the clubs 
with little John. Little chicken sandwiches. Uh, that too. Return <laughs> of the Big Mac. That's what I was getting at. That's what I was getting after the club on the Dude, ride home. Did you ever think about suing Mark McGuire? <laughs> <laughs> oh damn! Listen. So wait, no, no, come on, love. This is this is in big news. Spicy chicken McNuggets at McDonald's. Uh, I'm not a big nugget guy. I don't know. I mean, well, what, what impacted your life more, Steve? Spicy nuggets or the fish fillet came back? Ooh, or the McRib, or the McRib. McRib was big. McRib. Would fats. you travel for a McRib, Steve? Uh, about thirty miles, probably is my radius. What is the most off-menu weird McDonald's thing you've had? Like you know how like regional McDonald's have different things? Yeah. Well, wait. Does what? my India does my India trip count? Because I mean, sure, India. if you had oh, food at yeah. McDonald's, you can talk about it. Uh, uh, listen, in India, uh, they have the chicken Maharaja Mac. Their Big Macs are chicken, and they're spiced up with the Indian flavoring. Plus, they have uh, basically potato burgers, fried potato burgers. Lakas? Yeah, well, it's like a, what they would call it. I mean, you would call it that here, but over there would be something like a, well, a waiter pal. I think Lakas from Israel, but yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, it's a, it's a similar style. They so they take a they take a spiced potato patty, they fry it up, and they put it on a bun. What does the Indian Ronald McDonald look like, Steve? Uh, like Ronald McDonald, they don't change that. Oh, but no beef and no beef. No, I know. I, I'm sorry. We to just, let you know. like pretend it's like a poo and feel better about it. Yeah, I was hoping he like had a carpet or something. Like I'm an asshole like that, but I just picked <laughs> him like completely changing it to like that. Yeah. Nah. Sorry, but I will tell you this: uh, Dunkin' Donuts is like high class. They take it up to a next level with Dunkin' Donuts. They have like real. Like they, they have donuts that people take selfies with. They're that they're that like high end. Like five different types of chocolate and that kind of shit. You ever ask them what they do with all the pieces left over from the holes they make? <laughs> I, I, I'm not even sure where to go with that, but I love it. Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, now if we were if we're going uh, if we're going regional America. You know, up in Boston, I did get the lobster roll at McDonald's. That's I, that's why I was asking. I knew you were a Northeaster yeah. guy. Yeah, not great, not great. I mean, it's not real lobster, I'm sure, right? It's it's the frozen stuff. It's not. Yeah. I mean, they can't do fresh lobster at a McDonald's. But. Dude, it's like the equivalent of gas station sushi. Lobster it's, from McDonald's, there's zero chance that could be good. Yeah, it's it's in that realm. It's definitely in that realm. It's definitely not a bad bitch. So Steve doesn't love it. No, I don't. No, you don't I don't have to I, worry about that being a fucking problem, <laughs> unless you eat it. On that, on that note, boys, I think we've done a fine pod. We started well, off Steve, with Michael. Until next time, Tartar. Steve yes. called my kid a bitch like three times. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Nicole's going to be livid because now everyone thinks that she just calls him a bitch. <laughs> she said a lot of things to him. I can't remember her ever calling him. Oh, my God. Yeah, I, we, need, we need that story next week. We need to hear what happened. No, next week is all dedicated to Steve reading David Banner play. Well, that, that's in between. That's our transitions. Right? Uh, anything's possible when you put your mind to it. <laughs> that's it. All right, boys. Trust Thank the process. You. Thank you, Serbia. All right. Yes, we BD love you. BD 911.
That's a good one, mate. A lot of people won't tell tell you their uh, closed secrets because they might be still in the closet. <laughs> Anyhow, I hope you're having a bit of fun with that, mate. <laughs> 